Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the We Are Wrestling podcast. This is the first episode, and I am your host, Viral Viper, with my co-host... The Renegade Enigma. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have over 30 years of wrestling experience under our belts, and we are here to talk about professional wrestling. We watched every promotion that has come along, and we have been in the business for a while. So, ladies and gentlemen, sit back, strap in, let's get ready. Just a note, mind you, that's 30 years of wrestling, not 30 years of podcast. So, if we goof up here and there, you know what I mean, we'll get this eventually. Oh, no, this is going to be a horrible, horrible version of a podcast. It'll be good about episode 20. Then you'll love us. You'll love us. So, ladies and gentlemen, we just come off one of the biggest wrestling weekends ever for now. There's going to be bigger, but for now, this was one of the biggest wrestling weekends ever. Capped off by SummerSlam. So, let's start with that. How do you feel about SummerSlam? It's, quote-unquote, supposed to be the biggest party of the summer, and I, I wasn't feeling it. Like, there's probably, like... One of the worst, if not the worst, SummerSlams I've watched in a while. It had good moments here and there spread out, but I really wasn't feeling it. This party of the summer lacked drinks, it lacked entertainment, and fun. (laughs) (laughs) But let's get into it. Let's start off with the very first match. Oni Larkin versus Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight title. But this is the pre-show, by the way. My bad, I cut you off, but I'm saying this is on the pre-show, by the way. And, like, I feel like the Cruiserweights always get screwed over. If not them, it's the tag team titles, which we'll get into one of them in a minute. But, yeah, it was a good match for, like, to start the show. This was an absolutely fabulous match. I loved everything about it. Oni Lurkin is an underrated wrestler. And Drew Gulak, the submission specialist, did, like this was a clash of styles that was like so amazing that I just couldn't almost wrap my head around how good Oni Lurkin was in this match. Like I've been following Drew Gulak for a long time and I knew that Drew was good, but Oni like I wasn't so high up on. But like this match made me go, yo, Oni Lurkin is the man. He surprised me too. Yeah, like in the c- contrasting styles and whatever, Oni's more of a brawler and whatnot. So, like, I didn't think it would fit, but it was a good match. Yes, and Drew Gulag won the match and retained his Cruiserweight title, but he had to turn around two days later and defend the same title on 205 Live against Oni Lurkin again. Yeah. Barely, barely, barely escaped Oni Lurkin this time, because Oni had his number. He, If he wouldn't have locked in that Dragon Sleeper, he barely, he barely cruised, he barely got away with his cruiserweight title. Barely. But that's the big question. Who's going to be the number one contender for the cruiserweight title later? I believe it's going to be Oni again, because if I'm not mistaken, right, they have like mm-hmm. a 12-man tag thing going for like this next um, episode of 205 Live, where uh, Oni picks five guys and uh, Drew picks five guys and if Two only team five guys were revealed. Oh, they were revealed? Two of them. Okay. On Oni Lurkin's side, Jack Gallagher. And on Drew Gulak's side is Ari Davari. That makes sense because he uh. got beef with um with Oni. But yeah, yes. I believe the stipulation is if Oni wins and Kirk if I'm wrong, like he gets another title shot. So if that is the case, I think he'll get another one. But the only problem I see with that, if somebody else pins Drew, they deserve a title shot. Not only only deserves it. So anyway. this will be very tricky to see. Mm-hmm. Three-way, basically. You know how WWE does. Oh, God, I hate when they do three-ways. But yeah. whatever. Let's let's move on to the next match. Something more enjoy. Well, not re- All right, whatever. It's the women's tag team titles. <laughs> These I two totally matches. Forgot. 
these two matches they just like threw on there because they wasn't even advertised and whatnot. Not at all. But we keep forgetting that the women's tag titles exist. The Monday before yeah. SummerSlam, they were defending in a four-way and Alexa and Nikki won the titles. So now yeah. they're defending them against the former champions, the Iconics! It, it's... Like, I don't understand the tag team division in WWE. You have a bunch of great tag teams and you don't do anything with them. The women's tag titles are just... It's just an afterthought now. I Basically, really wish that they would It said that Vince didn't even want them to begin with, so that's probably something that has to do with it. So, yeah. But anyway, this match, it was okay for what it was. You know what I mean? We started off strong and then it was this. But, um... It was... Go ahead. It was, a, a, it was an Alexa Bliss show. Not that there's anything wrong with Bliss. It's just Bliss was the star of the match. There, there was nothing wrong with that. But she's the star. Point blank, period. Nikki, Alexa is the star. That's yeah, what it is. Exactly. I'll say this. It seems like Alexa went through a face turn. For those of you that don't know the turn, that means she's a good guy now. Um, like, she was hilarious. She had, like, a Buzz Lightyear type outfit from Toy Story and whatever, and, like, she, she, like, played with that. Like, that was hilarious. I, like, I enjoyed that moment in the match. I enjoyed the moment. And Alexa Bliss did pick up the win for her team to retain the women's tag team titles. Next match just got totally thrown together. Like, there was no build-up. There was nothing to it. And it was Buddy Murphy going against uh, Apollo Crews. Or just, just Apollo now. I forget. That match should have got thrown out the window because it was no point to the match. There was no beef. There was no <clears throat> there was no animosity, no buildup, no nothing between the two teams. Like it why? Why was it there? The you only reason it, it was there? Exactly, yeah. Came in, it was just it, I, I don't know. It was just it bothered me. Cause Rowan beat up Murphy for being a snitch for this whole Roman situation with him getting almost killed twice, so. But you remember, snitches get snitched. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it for the pre-show on to the actual pay-per-view. And the first match was, I believe, the Raw Women's title match, Correct. It was a Raw Women's title match, a submission match between Becky Lynch and Natalia. From Canada, because they're in Toronto. Oh, Canada, my home and native land. I was pointing that out, would be makes sense in a minute. But yeah, like he said, great match. Great match. They traded submissions. They traded each other submissions, by the way. Exactly. Awesome. Yep, yep. But yeah, the finish came where um, Becky hit the disarmor and whatever, and it was over. Like, um, Natalia had to tap out. And Becky disarmed her. Basically. And, that, and then you think of who could challenge Becky next? Who? Who in the whole entire universe can challenge Becky? Well, we found out on Monday who it was. Someone balls up. <laughs> it and as, was great. And as I said that night, the blue boss, because now apparently she has a new look. She has blue hair now. And she's back to the legit boss, which was the baddest bitch on the planet. Exactly. She had a total heel turn. She beat down Natalia, which that's why we brought, brought up um, the whole Canada thing and whatnot. Because they're in Toronto, and she's beating up um, Natalia, and the crowd is chanting, one, you deserve it, one more time, and they're cheering like their butts off because Natalia got her, her butt beat. Like, really? Like, y'all have no loyalty. No loyalty. And then Becky came out the same, and Becky got hit with a chair. And Becky got hit with a chair. It 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 hit with a chair. She got her ass whooped. It was funny. 
She kind of deserved it. You don't call yeah. somebody out and don't expect them to show up. Yeah, because she did call she, out Tasha in the interview. And now she's back and she's kicking your ass. Exactly. Goldberg. Goldberg. The next match at SummerSlam was Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. This this was straight up a Goldberg match. Goldberg beat the living Goldberg out of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, we're trying not to curse he here. Did, <laughs> he did everything that Goldberg should do in a match. It was great. The ma- match must have lasted like a less than a minute and whatnot. Like uh, Dolph Ziggler hit like two or three super kicks, tried to pin him. Goldberg got up, hit the spear. I believe he hit the jackhammer. One to three, it was over. Once it was over, um, Dolph was like really hurt and whatever. He got the mic and whatever. And for some reason, I think this is his new gimmick. He called Goldberg out again, and then Goldberg commenced to beat him up again. What happened? I said spear. Yeah. And then he got up again and caught him out again. Spear! This must have happened like two, three times in a row and yeah, like Dolph was pretty much dead. Three spears. And he was dead. We mourn the loss of Dolph Ziggler. Rest <laughs> in peace. Now the rest re- in power. <laughs> However you say it. Now, the reason I say this is probably his new gimmick and whatnot, because the following day on Raw, Dolph Ziggler had a match against The Miz. The Miz beat him, but he did the same thing. Like, after Miz beat him, he called him out again, and Miz beat him up again. So like skull crushing finale. Yeah. So that must be his new thing. Like I don't know if I like it yet or not. I hate it. I totally hate it. <laughs> I don't want it again. No more. <laughs> but yeah, quick match. Obviously, because it's a Goldberg match. But um. Yep. The next match was the U.S. title: AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Yeah. But you have to apologize for it, by the way. I do, because I saw his gear, and I thought it was Black Panther, and I jumped on Twitter and said, it was Black Panther! And then I realized, nope, that's Nightwing. Now I have to apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was Please forgive me. But this match was nice. Obviously for AJ Styles and a Ricochet match. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a- AJ won, by the way, before we go any further. Yeah. I totally he forgot how he won, but he won. I don't remember, but he won. I don't yeah. think anybody else remembers, but they know he won. That's how memorable th- this pay-per-view was. Like, lackluster at, at best. But uh, So what's next between styles? No one knows. Yeah, I couldn't even tell. The but next it, match after that, what? No, go on. It's Bailey versus Ember Moon for the SmackDown Live Women's Title. Ain't no stopping us now. We celebrate all the fear. <laughs> Yay, Bailey! She obviously won that because she's still the women's champion right now. She, um, the match was going great until all of a sudden Bailey just. She kind of like got this second win in energy and just beat the hell out of Ember. It just barely the belly there and tender. It was like, what? Like, where did that come from? But done. She retained it up. Yep. That, that's great. That's pretty much all we got to say about that match, I think. It, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Next match we have here is one that. You totally did not want and you hated and whatever. I don't know if you actually like thought that after the match, but it's Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon 
And if Kevin Owens lost, he would have to leave WWE. I don't know. I'm not sure if it was just WWE or just SmackDown. But yeah, he basically had to quit. He had to quit. But it was the return of the prodigal son. <laughs> the prodigal son came back. He came back. The match was okay. Canada. That son of Canada. Not Vince's <laughs> son. Get it right, people. <laughs> Kevin Owens Kevin Owens stunned Shane McMahon and beat him. Elias was a special guest for the ring on the outside for some godforsaken reason. Yeah. Why was he the referee on the outside? He didn't even do anything except get beat up. It was dumb. Why was he there? Oh. Which, you figure, right? If um, Kevin Owens would have got disqualified or counted out, he still would have to quit. He beat up, quote-unquote, the outside referee, so... That deserves a disqualification. So I don't know why that didn't happen. Also, behind Dude, the referee, it was so many. There's so many things they could have did as a second guest referee. Anything they could have got screwed so many ways. They just said, "Nope, we're just gonna have a straight up match." Why? But yeah, the inside referee, the normal referee, he got this um, distracted somehow. I, I think it was with Elias before he hit the stunner, as Viper said or whatnot. He got um, Kevin Owens hit um, Shane McMahon with a low blow. So it's now like a dispute with this whole match now. I, I didn't see I, it. <laughs> I didn't see it. And it's not because my network was messing up all day. No, no, no. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Which, which it was and whatnot, but that's besides the point. That's another story. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah... Match was okay, like whatever. <laughs> yep, I could have did without it. Basically, but next match we have here, it basically I'm gonna call it Queen versus Queen. So we have the Queen Charlotte Flair versus I'm gonna call her the Queen too, Trish Stratus. Trish never won a crown. She is not a queen. She is a legend. Get it right. A legend with an L. She started calling herself for the LBC tour at SummerSlam. L, legend. <laughs> counting. Like why? Why? No one was counting. You couldn't even hear the ref say any numbers. It just ding, ding, ding. Over. Why? 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 Like they were fighting outside. Randy said something to Kofi's wife or kid or something like that because his family was out there. Kofi got mad and yeah, they started brawling and it, they got double count out for some reason. No one no, no one was counting. And it's over. Basically. Over. But Charlotte <laughs> beat Trish in a figure eight after Trish put the figure eight on her which made some kind of weird infinity loop that I was stuck in that didn't know what was going on at the time. But yeah, yeah. It, it happened. Blame the network. <laughs> Blame the network. That's all I would do. But I don't think this is Trish's last match. No, nah, because Trish be- Sasha wants that match. So, I mean, it. I mean, if there was only a pay per view where like women could have a match, and it was nah, there's no second evolution of a thing now. Oh, no, no, no. On to the next match. For the WWE title, we have the WWE champion, Kofi Kingston, putting the title on the line against Randy Orton. SOS. I hear them crumping. This match was good and up to the end. The end. Everything was good except for the end. Like, I understand why they did the end like that, but come on, man. Like, Come on, just 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 give somebody a win. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Like, why be a double count? Why? Like, and it came. I didn't even know that. It was the Finn versus Finn Balor. So, how do you feel about the Finn? This was like the highlight of the whole pay per view to me. Like that was amazing. Like I didn't, th- I knew it was gonna be good. I didn't think it was gonna be that good because, 
a lot of people complained about this new Bray Wyatt thing, but I loved it. I loved it. It was really good. It, the entrance was amazing. He came out holding his own head. His own head. That was great. Yeah, which for some reason on YouTube, they edited that, I heard. Like, they every Boo. reference to the head, get out. Boo, YouTube. Boo, yeah. YouTube. Stealing money from people. <laughs> but basically, yeah. the whole idea to it, to my understanding, that's the old Bray Wyatt and whatever. And now his soul is gone. Basically. And, and he beat Finn Balor. With the mandible claw. Yeah, I'm just about to say that. That guy, mankind. Yep. But this match... I, no, but here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. He got with the mandible claw, but after Finn Balor jumped off for the coup de gras, though, like, somehow he caught him in that. Because he stood up. Really quick. Like, yeah. Uh, it, it was really. good. One thing I got to note, though. Uh-huh. His music, you pointed out that night. And I kind of noticed it, but kind of didn't until, like, I actually heard it on YouTube. His music is a remix of his old song. And you hear the chorus. It says, Hurt and Heal. That, to yeah. me, is amazing. It's, it's great. It is the music fits him so perfectly, like encapsulates everything about this character. It's great. I suggest anybody go on YouTube right now and look for that song. Like, Don't go on YouTube. Go on Spotify. Go on Spotify and listen. Don't support YouTube. YouTube is bad. <laughs> go on Spotify or anywhere iTunes. Anywhere you can find it. Title. Or go on care. Twitter. Like, it's probably on Twitter. Somebody posted it on Twitter. Yes, it's on Twitter. Go okay. But uh, yeah, this match was good. But um, now we have the main event, which is for the. Oh, man, this is the main event. It's the main event. This is the best part. The main event. This is the greatest part. The main event. This was it. The main event. No, no. <laughs> there, there is one noteworthy like thing in this match, but no. Oh, I don't know exactly what it is. But yeah, it, this match. When it was over. And no one cared. That was it. That's the best part of the match. Over. You're being a jerk. It was the champion Brock Lesnar versus the challenger Seth Rollins. Basically, Brock would have won. I wish Brock would have won. Brock is a champion. To be honest with you, I wish there was still a money to bank around and they would have cast in this match because I don't think neither one of them is champion, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I know I'm going to get some hate and criticism. Don't care. Don't care. Seth Rollins is boring. He's boring. Said it. <laughs> He's boring. No, I agree 100%. Out of the two, Brock was the better champion. Yeah. I said it. I'm going to get more hate. Not saying I liked either one. Like, if I had a choice, like, neither one of them would be champion, but whatever. Exactly. Well, we wouldn't want the other guy to, to be champion. I mean, oh, oh no, no. He, notice he wasn't even on here. If you don't know, we're talking about Roman Reigns, by the way. <laughs> Before anybody starts to say, oh, you hate Roman Reigns because he's cute. Oh, he's got muscles. No, 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 no. That's not it. Roman Reigns is boring. That's it. He's a good wrestler sometimes. Sometimes he could get boring. Sometimes he gets out. It's, it's, not, it's not a bad idea. Not a bad criticism. Just being honest. We don't hate Roman Reigns because of his looks or whatever. He's just not the wrestler that we find great in the ring. I feel like he has no personality, to be honest. It's something lacking, but as I say that, I can say that he had a great match against Buddy Murphy, and anybody says, oh my god, it was him that carried the match. No, it's Buddy Murphy. Buddy is great. Don't get it. The best kept secret is no longer a secret. There you go. Basically. But uh, yeah, as I said, there's a noteworthy like moment in this match, right? So that I want to say it was that week or the week before, um, Brock Lesnar hurt Seth Rollins and like hurt his ribs and whatnot. Was it th- that same week or the week before? That was like two weeks ago. He hurt him. Okay, so Seth is like bandaged up and whatever as he would be, you know, because he's quote unquote injured or whatever, right? 
people forget. People forget injuries. Yeah. At one point, um, Seth is on the floor. Brock picks him up by the bandages and like starts flinging him around like he's a freaking Cesaro and whatever doing the big swing. It was hilarious. That was funny. That was like, funny. I, I love that one moment. But uh, yeah, if you didn't watch Monday Night Raw, of course, you know what I mean? The architect, the man, or the man's man, or whatever the heck you want to call him. Seth Rollins is the new WWE Universal Champion. So, that's the thing. And according to Dave Meltzer, his next challenger is Braun Strowman. I don't know if I care. You know what? I do know if I care. I don't. Let's go from there. I'd rather have um, Braun champion than, like, Seth, to be honest with you. Come on, like, nope, the Braun Strowman hype train is two years too late. Let's let's give it up. Let's move on to somebody younger, smaller, better than him. Come on. Maybe maybe someone who used to be a secret. Wink, wink. I know he's on the other show, but still, that never stopped him before. Through the process and be Intercontinental Champion first. (laughs) ever remember that Shinsuke Nakamura has that title, which no one does because they don't put him on TV. Way to go, WWE. He's the best kept secret now. Jeez. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But, uh, yeah, other than, like, the Bray Wyatt thing, the, um, the Alexa this like, um, moment where she did the, uh, um, the Buzz Lightyear thing, the... <laughs> Chill, pal. That, no, I like that. I'm saying I like that. Bray Wyatt wasn't on the show. The Fiend was on the show. Not Bray Wyatt. Get it right. They're two different people. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. How about that? <laughs> They're the same person? My <laughs> brain can't fathom that. <laughs> but him, um, the AD Styles versus Ricochet match was good. You know what I mean? Like, it's little moments here and there that made the show tolerable. Yes. You know what I mean? And I'll say tolerable because the network itself, if you don't know, the WWE Network had an update and it's glitchy as I don't know what. So. It's, it was a horrible update. I, I want the old network back. It was yeah. horrible. But a year, um, I really don't have anything else to say about this pay-per-view. Like it was like you said earlier, lackluster. You have anything else to say? No, no, no. It's it sucks. <laughs> but um yeah, that's our review of um SummerSlam and Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. There was something else that happened on Saturday. What else happened? I- oh the good show. Takeover. Haha. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're gonna get into that. Yes, TakeOver was awesome. So, the tag team match between the Street Profits and the Undisputed Era. It was a really good match. Really good. Yeah. Undisputed Era as a tag team, which is Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, by the way, they're really good as a tag team. They've been they've been a tag team for probably about seven or eight years, probably more than that. I I could just remember seven or eight, probably longer than that. But they are they're well oiled machine and they're just badass. As far as the street profits go, Montez Ford. I, I literally have no words for how good this guy is. He's, he's amazing. He's, he's he's amazing. Yeah. And Angelo Dawkins, about time Angelo Dawkins got some shine. I'm glad that he's got some shine after being for NXT for since the beginning. I was just about to say that since the beginning. Since the beginning, he's finally getting some shine. I'm glad he is. He's this had- really good. He's had so many tag team partners in his career. Um, Ty Dillinger at one point. I want to say Tyler Breeze. Tyler. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Fulton. Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan, yeah. Yeah, it, it was ridiculous. 
Like, I'm so, glad he finally found a good tag team partner that he meshes well with. Exactly, exactly. They're, they're great together. But this match was awesome. Like, it was up there with like the match where, like, um, the Street Profits actually won the tag team titles, in my opinion. It was, it was pretty good. It was yeah. pretty good. And the Street Profits retained the tag team titles, which was awesome. With some controversy, apparently. Like, I didn't notice it actually watching it. Like, I noticed it after the fact watching NXT and whatever. I seen it. I seen it. The ref missed it. The dumb ref missed it. He tagged him. <laughs> tagged him. Um, That's what happened. Kyler Riley was in the ring. Uh, I believe he was, like, wrestling, was it uh, Dawkins? He was wrestling Ford. It was right towards the end. He was wrestling Ford, and Fish got the tag, but the referee didn't see it and whatever. One, two, three on Kyle Riley, and it was over. Three yep. for ten. So there's bound to be a rematch there. I hope so. Oh, there definitely is. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. In our next match, Evil Shirai, I mean, Eo Shirai versus Candice LeRae. No, you were right, evil. Because she's really evil right now. I find that really, really, like, sexy. But that's Whoa, beside the point. Buddy, don't, don't throw sex on her. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, good match. Like, Candice LeRae actually shined here. I believe you said that night Candice is actually Candice now. She's not just Johnny's wife. Man, I've been waiting so long because I've been a fan of Candice LeRae before she got to WWE. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting so long for people to see what she could do. And this was so great. Like, everybody knows how good she is. And I am I really hope WWE keeps her like this and lets Candice just perform as Candice. Yeah. Great. And now, not to mention EO is... EO is on another level. Yeah. I saw that from Okada. I saw that from Okada, but like, you know, she's on another level. They're the same, they're probably on the same level, but EO's great. Yeah. But yeah, long story short, um, what's her face? EO um, hit her moonsault and whatever. No, she didn't. No, I'm saying, like, at one point she hit her moonsault, right? And Candace kicked out. Remember that? No, because the network was watching on me. Blame WWE Network again. <laughs> but yeah, that actually happened and whatnot. Uh, I'm not sure if it was one of those things where Candace hit her finisher and Eo kicked out. Yeah, she did. She hit the um the Miss LeRae's Wild Ride. She did hit it. Oh, okay. Right, right off the second turnbuckle. But she kicked out. All I know, at the end, Eo did something different and won the match that way. It wasn't with the moonsault. I know that. a submission around her neck and choked her out. Wait. Yeah. Was it it a triangle choke? No, it was not a triangle choke. What is she, sick man? No. (laughs) But yeah, you're winning here at Eo Shirai. Yay, Eo. And then we had the triple threat for the North American Championship. It could have been better. It could have been better. It was good, though. It was good, but it could have been better. Yeah. Like someone said, hey, this match is going to steal the show. No, no, no. This match did not steal the show. Yo, Shirai did. Yeah, someone actually said that online that night. But yeah, um, it's for the North American title. It is the Velveteen Dream, the champion, putting his title on the line against uh, Roderick Strong from the Undisputed Era and uh, Pete Dunne, formerly from NXT UK, the former UK champion. Now, Cruiserweight, Pete Dunne. Exactly. I mean, it was good for what it was. It wasn't like a horrible match by any means. It was. It wasn't... My expectations were because Pete's in it, Roderick's in it, and Velveteen's in it, that it would be, like, the match of the night. It wasn't. Like, I think it was just because it was too many people together. That's what I think. 
Are too convoluted or whatever. Not. Yeah. That's yeah. how I feel. But Velveteen Dream kept his title. Which he basically stole. I want to say he stole it from Roderick. Like Roderick had the pin. I hope he doesn't pay for that in blood or fire. You know, you know, you never know what could happen. <laughs> I just, I just hope he survives what happens next. Basically. But uh, yeah. What was the next match? The next match was the women's match. It was Mia Yim versus Shayna Baszler. Yeah, that was a great match. I think. I have no idea who's going to stop Shay. I have no idea right now who's going to stop Shay. All right. I'm not going to say anybody can stop Shayna, but it's going to be a hard fight for the next person to try to stop Shayna. Because Shayna is she's the submission magician. She she can do anything. She's badass. Yeah. If you can't tell by now, Shayna actually won. But yeah, I swear, Mia should have won that and whatnot. And Shayna should have got caught up to the main roster and whatnot. I don't want her on the main roster because I don't know how she's going to get a handle. Give it six months before you call up anybody. Let's see how the flow of time works in the main roster before anybody gets called up. Oh, they'll ruin her, no doubt about it. They might not. You never know. The guys in charge now might not ruin her. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Mia did really good and whatever. And I like the story to this match where, like, Shayna didn't have any backup. So she did this on her own. Yep. So that, that to me, was good and whatnot. So The next match was for the world title. Adam Cole, baby! Versus Johnny Russell. Do we even call it a world title, though? <laughs> I never heard it referred to as a world title. The NXT world. <laughs> but yeah, this match was, and I don't care what anybody else says, this match was held in uh, three stages of hell. I'm, I'm calling Uncle Paul and telling him you didn't go by the rules. This is not a three stages of hell. It's something different. What is it? He never gave it another name, but he just said it was something different. <laughs> Which basically, for those of you that don't know what a three stages of hell match is, it's basically three matches in one. The first fall, if you will, was a regular like it match. Was a good old fashioned wrestling match. Exactly. The second fall was a street fight. It was a street fight. And the third match. I don't know what to call it with some weird oh, like I know exactly what to call it. What? An asylum match. I was thinking that. I actually was thinking that. Cause like it was like a steel cage with a bunch of weapons in it. Bob wire, uh sledgehammers, bats. Or, or we can call it a monster's ball. That works too. That works too. <laughs> It's everything that it shouldn't be. I felt like I felt like it should have been more. Yeah. I felt like that part should have been more. But the first fall was a good old fashioned wrestling match between Adam and Johnny Gargano and it ended in the disqualification with a chair shot. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Adam Cole brings in the chair, right? And he threatens to hit um, Johnny Gargano or whatever. Referee tells him not to. So he doesn't and whatnot. Uh, somewhere there, Johnny gets the um, chair. The referee tells him the same thing. Like, oh, I'm going to get disqualified? Okay. Bing. Hits him. If it was me, I would have just kept beating the crap out of Adam with the chair and won the next fall. Now, before we get into the next fall, though, right? Tell me this, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like after the first fall, it kind of got slow. Like, they kind of went all in on the first one, and then after they was like, eh. Yeah, because they gave, they threw everything at the wall on the first fall, and, like, they it felt like they forgot that they had another two matches to go. Yeah. They threw everything at the wall on the first fall, and he was like, man, what else can I do now? And, like, that's, that's what happened. Yeah. 
But basically, um, Adam Cole won the first fall because Johnny got his whole disqualification there. And then Johnny won the second fall with a submission in a street fight. Made no sense. <laughs> None at all. And then we went to the Metal Mayhem. I mean, the Asylum. I mean, I mean the weapon with cages. I mean, the cage with weapons. Ooh, Come on, y'all. This, this contraption, whatever the heck it is, wasn't even given a name. So that's why we're basically joking about it. I'm joking about it because it was one spot in the match where they should have done something and they did something else. And I was like, why? When he grabbed the bag, the bag was full of handcuffs and brass knuckles. And the uh, bow cut or something like that? That's how he got the bob bar? But why wasn't it thumbtacks? Like, it could have been thumbtacks. It could have been thumbtacks. Or glass. Thumbtacks or glass. Evil one, just give me something. Yeah. Like, I would have liked more. But anyway, they... They set up two tables toward the end. They climbed the cage... And then they both fell through the um, both well, the farther table, correct? Yes, the farther one. So then, uh, Adam Cole rolled over, pinned Johnny, one, two, three. You're winning here, and still your NXT World Champion, as Viper would say, Adam Cole, baby. Hey. <laughs> so that was takeover. By the way, noteworthy thing, it wasn't a match, but it's still something that happened, right? Um, Matt Riddle showed up out of nowhere, didn't have a match, and he called out... Um, Killian Dane. I almost forgot his name. I almost called him by his, um, his old name, Damo. But yeah, he called out Killian Dane, and they brawled and whatever. Like The brawl was pretty cool for like a distra- distraction there. Until they killed one guy. They killed the guy. Yeah. They killed somebody. That was he hilarious. They he died. The stage or something, right? Huh? They fell through the stage or they like bounced off the stage or something? Out of the stage. Yeah. But yeah, unlike Summer Sam, this was awesome in my opinion. So. It was great. Which nine out of ten takeovers tend to be awesome, so I'm not surprised. Of course, of yeah. course. But yeah, that's our review of uh, Takeover. So yeah, that's it with WWE and whatnot. Um, so yeah, like. There was a bunch of other shows that went on and whatever. Gonna let Viper tell you about all that. I'm gonna chime in here and there, but yeah, what else happened? Did wait before I get to that. Uh-huh. Let's go back to NXT and go with a new NXT Tag Team Champions. At the TV tapers tonight, new Tag Team Champions, and they are undisputed. Oh, okay. The Undisputed Era won the tag team titles back. This will probably be on the tapings in two to three weeks, but they are now champions once again. Two-time, three-time, four-time, I don't know how many times, bunch of time tag team champions. Is it the same pair? Yes, it is. Fish and O'Reilly. Okay, because you know they alternate and whatever, so. But it's these two. All we need now is Roderick to win the um, North American title and their prophecy was right. Well, I mean, he set Velveteen Dream's couch on fire. Sorry for the spoilers. He set his couch on fire. <laughs> so that's going to happen. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I'll, I'll read those later and whatnot. But yeah, what else is going on in the wrestling world? Well, what happened? Oh, so this weekend was the finals of the G1 a tournament that's grueling and long, <laughs> and it it's the biggest tournament of the summer. It's the best tournament, the greatest tournament ever in New Japan. 
It started July 6th in Dallas. First time ever it was in Dallas. Like the first the first day of taping, I mean, not the first day of tapings, the first set of matches was in Dallas. And everything else was in Japan as usual. It came down to Ibushi, who everybody knows who Kota Ibushi is. If you don't know who Kota Ibushi is, he's he's a really, really good wrestler. He's, look him up. He's, yeah, you look him up. You'll see him fight a doll, and then you see him fight a kid. You, you'll see him play with fireworks. You see him do all types of crazy stuff, and then you'll know how great he is. But he's great. Against the Switchblade Jay White, which you may hate him just by his looks. You may hate him because of some of the weird stuff he does outside of the ring. Like, try to get people disqualified, use chairs, use brass knuckles. But in a match, Jay White is freaking phenomenal. Not like AJ Styles, but freaking phenomenal. I'm glad you said that, the AJ Styles thing, right? Uh-huh. Because you didn't point out, Jay White is the leader of the Bullet Club, for those of you that don't know. And you know, like, Finn Balor was the leader, AJ Styles was the leader, so on and so forth. Uh, Kenny Omega was the leader, so yeah. That yeah. should be noteworthy for those of you that don't know who Jay White is. Yes, Jay White is the leader of the Bullet Club. And they had a match at the last night of the finals, which was on Monday. The way that you win the tournament is a round-robin point system. You get two points for a win, one point for a draw, and zero points for a loss. And you have to face people in your block and to win to go to the finals where you fight the other person who's the winner of their block. It's two blocks, the A block and the B block. I'm explaining this very horribly because I don't know how to explain stuff because I'm a child. I'm a grown man, but I am a child in explaining stuff. But to be fair, it's really complicated anyway. I don't think anybody can really explain it. You know what I mean? Like, I know of it. I think I believe I only watched one and I'm still a little confused with it, so. But it's a great tournament because it's it's so many great matches and matchups that you never thought you would see, and you get to see them. And people, they go balls to the wall in these matches because they are trying to prove something. And the winner of the G1 gets a title shot at the Wrestle Kingdom January 4th against whoever the champion is that day. So... That's what it is. But back to the match. So the finals was on Monday. It was Ibushi and Jay White. But before that, I have a little spoiler. Well, not a spoiler, but a little something that happened. It was a six-man tag that it was Tamatanga, who I don't know if you people know. He's part of the Bullet Club. And his brother, Tonga Loa, who was Camacho in WWE, and bad luck ballet. And they were against this guy named Ishii, who was, who was phenomenal. He, I mean, well, not phenomenal. He's great. He's great. And Yoshihachi, who is a walking joke. And Kenta, who was formerly Hideo Itami. Now he's in New Japan and he's back to Kenta. And the match started... But in the back of everybody's mind was this tweet that Tamatanga had sent out earlier in the day. It said that they found a new member of the Bullet Club. And as soon as the match started, I looked at Kenta and said, it's Kenta. It's that guy right there. And lo and behold, it was Kenta. Kenta's the newest member of Bullet Club. He beat the crap out of his own partners until he got his ass whooped by Shibata, who was out for two years with an injury a severe brain injury. He came back in the ring and beat the living hell out of Kenta, slapped Tama Tonga. He threw bad luck folly. He kicked Tonga Loa. It was amazing. I cried a little. <laughs> I, I cried a lot. It was amazing. I think clips like it, it, it was good. It was good. It was almost my favorite return of the whole weekend. 
And then we had the main event between Abushi and Jay White, which was a 30-minute classic, and Abushi won. So now Abushi is going on to Wrestle Kingdom to fight the champion, whoever it will be. Right now is Kajusika Okada, and he has the IWGP Championship. But he has to defend the title against a couple of people before he gets there on January 4th. Hopefully... We get to see Okada versus Ibushi. Yeah. Have three shows lined up in October. The tickets go on sale on Friday the 9th. Wait, no, that's wrong. I'm dumb. Friday the 16th. Aha. I'm smart again. I looked at the calendar. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> so, so how do you feel about the roster? AEW has allegedly like Cody Rhodes which is one of the ones that runs this like whole show for those you that don't know again um he says that's, this is not even like half the roster allegedly but a lot of the guys on there I like I don't believe like, it what did I like him no I, I don't believe that either but I don't believe that that's half <laughs> of the roster <laughs> No, I don't believe it either because they would have showed it. But yeah, I like most of them. Like they have MJF, he's good. Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, uh, Allen, Darby Allen, Darby Allen, Darby Allen. Yes, yes. Jimmy Havoc, like he still got it. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Who else? Um, what's this guy's name? Hangman Page. He's not a Texan, by the way. He's yeah. from Virginia. He's not a Texan. People don't be fooled. But like, he has like some type of cowboy gimmick. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> don't be fooled. He's from Virginia. Don't be fooled. I love the Dark Order, formerly known as the Smash Bros or Super Smash Bros. I believe from the Indies. Yeah. They were. I yeah. Um, I just don't I don't well I don't know right now. I'm I'm I like them. I'm just I don't I just have to get used to calling them the dark order and like into this vibe of them being this evil. Like yeah. That vibe, but I'm I'm not into that vibe right now. <laughs> but um they have Sean Spears, formerly Ty Dillinger, Perfect Ten and whatnot. Oh, don't forget Orange Cassidy. Don't just, forget Orange. They just signed him. I believe this week, right? Yep, they signed him on Wednesday, actually. That's where we're recording this. Yeah. Um, John Moxley, which I'm on again, off again with him. Like, you know. I love him in New Japan. I don't know if I will love him in AEW. Yeah. Not to mention the women. Wait, tag teams, they have the best friends, which are uh, Trent Beretta and Chuck yeah. Taylor, right? Chucky e. T? Chucky e. T, yep. Yeah. And like those are the, that's the only tag team that comes to mind other than the um, Dark Order. I know there's more. I just can't think about it right now. Like, scatterbrain. Tag team in the world? The best tag team in the world? The tag team that everybody's talking about? The Lucha Bros? Yes, I was talking about the Lucha Bros. You remember the Lucha Bros. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said that, it came to me. But uh, yeah, um, then you had the women like Britt Baker. Who's uh, great, great wrestler. What's her name? Uh, uh, um, Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray. Not yes. to be confused with the Kylie Ray in fucking uh, UK. NXT UK. No, because some people get them confused, believe it or not. Two different people. <laughs> one's from another country and one's from America. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the bunny whose name escapes me right now. Allie. How did Allie. that name you? I don't know why. Like, in my head, like, I'm, I'm thinking Emma, which Emma, which is... Um, Tennille Dashwood, who is signed to Ring of or, wait, no, no, no. She signed to Impact. She signed to Impact. I was wrong. She signed to Impact. 
she was in Ring of Honor though, so that's why that that's an honest mistake. She was in Ring of Honor, now she's an Impact. So yes, which has a great women's roster already. Yep. So this is gonna be amazing. Yeah, people sleep on Impact. The, the behind the scenes crap that they do and all that, all oh, that's like wonky. But like, if you sit down and watch the, like a lot of their matches, it's actually like, literally it's free on Twitch. Just download the app. Just watch it on Friday nights at 10 o'clock on Twitch. It is amazing. This show, like, it's one of my top three wrestling shows right now. It's amazing. You don't even got to, like, look for the channel and whatever. That's why there's a lot of wrestling I don't watch because it's not easy accessible and whatever. You know? That's, like, really easy. That's why I watch it. Just like MLW. It's on YouTube every Monday. They upload the episode every Monday. You get to watch MLW. You get exactly. to watch Man Corner. You get to dude, like he's he's amazing. And of course you get to watch Selena De La Renta. She, exactly. She's the impresario. She's <laughs> she's great. Yeah, MLW is awesome. Like I suggest if you haven't watched MLW, please watch it. On like he said, on YouTube. Yes. So, I I don't know where else we could go, but this was okay for a first edition. I mean, we could talk about how, like, all these other, like, companies are starting to get weekly shows. Like, I know NWA. Ring of Honor's going live with their show now. Ring of Honor. What else? Like, in a minute, there's going to be so much wrestling that you're not even going to be able to watch anything else, and you're just going to... Watch wrestling 24-7. Pretty much. And it won't be in a good way. Because somebody's going to suffer and somebody's going to say, you know what? I'm not watching this promotion. I don't give a crap what they do. I'm not watching it. And right now, there's a lot of casualties. Like, a lot of um, wrestling companies died. Like, recently was Wrestling Circus. Like, a few, was it like a few months back? Wrestling. Defiant Wrestling died from England. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to give out my conspiracy theory take, but I believe something is killing off the indies, and I don't like it. Don't like it. Wait, what, what, is, what are you saying? What are you trying to say? What, what are you all about? I said I said nothing. Elite. Man, those guys. But anyway... <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much our first show and whatnot. You know, man, sorry for the botches and whatever. Like we said, this is our first crack at this. Let's be honest. It's probably going to be three people to listen to this show. And to you three people, we thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our show. We love you. Thank you for the support. (laughs) If it's more than three people, we also love you too. But these three people, we love you. Hell, I think the one. There's only one person that listens? Oh, God. Oh, God. Thank you, one person. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, at least we hope you enjoyed yourselves and whatever. And like, you, did, you know. We'll, we'll try better. We'll do anything to get you to like us. Please like us. Please, like <laughs> us. Please leave a thumbs up and subscribe. Wait, we're not on YouTube yet. You know, just like us. I mean, I may put this on YouTube, so... But anyway, like... Tell us Wherever we're at, you know what I mean? Tell your Twitter followers. Tell your Instagram followers. Tell your Facebook friends. Tell that one guy on Facebook that likes all your stuff. Or that one guy on Twitter that retweets everything you like. Please just (laughs) tell somebody. And get us some more views. People should like us. Yeah, wherever we're at, YouTube, Spotify, I don't care. What, whatever we're on, whatever the, the categories are, you got to do like, subscribe, whatever the hell, follow, do anything you, you have to do on that platform. Ratings, comment, and All say words. Yeah. Make sentences with periods at the end. And with that, we bid you adieu. That's not our thing. We don't leave it. We're not Kenny Omega. 
What the hell? We did our own outro. Boing. Screw that. We're out. Now that's my New Japan spoilers. And let's go to AEW. How are you feeling about AEW? To be honest with you, I haven't been keeping up like that. Well, uh, all I know for like, I think for their um, show that's going to be on TNT and whatever, they're going to introduce their, their women's title. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong because the first show, they're going to crown the first ever AEW women's champion. Their second show, they're going to have a tag team match for the tag team tournament. But their third show, they're going to defend the women's championship. And they're also going to defend the AEW champion. 